It's Friday then. It's Saturday, Sunday. What? It's Friday then. Saturday, Sunday. What? Yeah, it's okay. What's up? This is Jeff. Welcome to Jeff's podcast. And today, I'm going to make two topics for this episode. Well, the 100th episode of the show is just around the corner. If you want to check out the previous episodes as seen on Spotify and YouTube, you can check out to visit my YouTube channel, which is youtube.com slash or better search Jeff Rabbit Manchester on YouTube. And for the Spotify podcast, you can search Jeff's podcast on the Spotify website. I already updated the list of the previous episodes in the recent podcast. Since the COVID-confirmed cases have been lowered, but the COVID Delta variant continues to increase, and the COVID Omicron variant has yet undetected, so I think it is better to stay healthy, stay alert, and follow health protocols, such as observe social distancing, avoid large gatherings, and of course, personal hygiene such as bring your handkerchief, hand sanitizers and alcohol, wear your face mask, and most importantly, wear your face shield for protection just in case. The Christmas season is just around the corner and it's getting chilly out there, but not just only chilly because hashtag winter is coming, it's raining. It's a rainy December. Today, we're talking about the boys of SB19, and the P-pop boy band group became the first P-pop artist to claim the top spot in the Billboard Weekly Hot Trending songs for Basinga, and beat K-pop boy band group BTS, including Butter and Permission to Dance, where the song chopped 7 spots from 8th to 1st. For the first time in the history of P-pop, the boys have dominated the Billboard charts since they were nominated in the Billboard Music Awards for Top Social Artists this year to become the first Filipino and Southeast Asian act to be nominated in the award. I can't believe that a P-pop boy band group has reigned supreme in the charts and received worldwide attention from both the worldwide fans and also international artists on why SB19 became the dominant group in the music industry. Those songs are really bopping out the tune. Unlike other P-pop artists such as Eminem 48, of course, the subunit Baby Blue is releasing their fourth single, Hold On, but the song was released last December 15th for the digital single and possibly the music video itself. They will perform in Japan on Nippon Television's bus with him that streams every Friday of January. So, that is new than the usual for the J-pop trio unit. But for the main group, still the same as the usual, nothing's new for the main P-pop J-pop group. Nothing has changed a bit, but they'll expect to release their seventh single of the main group before the year ends, or they will release it by next year before they're going to chop in the chopping board. Just like what happened to STO48 did, where the Vietnamese group has announced their disbandment last December 5th, and the live performance happening on December 22nd. The main reason for the disbandment is due to the spread of the COVID pandemic in Vietnam, where the number of COVID-confirmed cases has reached 10,000 new COVID-confirmed cases in a single day, with a 7-day average of 14,000 COVID-confirmed cases. Back to SB19 and Basinga is one of the most bopping songs and surpassing the previous bopping songs such as Go Up and Alam, 
but the most is what where it became the most bopping song for the group and they had dominated the youtube music trending charts and other streaming music charts they'll start up against other artists including k-pop and i wouldn't mind that this p-pop boy band group is definitely one of the biggest k-pop acts in the music industry they receive achievements such as the mtv europe music awards where the group has been nominated for best southeast asian app this is definitely the most important part of the song that receives critical attention from the listeners and the viewers. I won't touch those guys, but I think I'm going to listen to them. Since other P-pop groups have dominated the music scene, such as the girl group Fort Impact, Wonder Group has made an impact in the 12th season of the X Factor Britain, and they are also known for having participated in several Philippine and international talent competitions including the World Championships of Performing Arts, which they won in 2006 and 2013, and the South Korean Talent Search Superstar K6 in 2014, where they reached the 8th place. After the success of SB19, ShowBT is launching a new girl group named Kaya, and they'll expect to see the girls are going to dominate in the K-pop girl group industry. Everyone of 48 thinks that they are friendly, but don't expect that they're going to get friendly. Unlike what happened in the previous episode of Tonight with Boy Abunda in October 2019 about the relationship between Josh Collin and Colin Trinidad. You can search the uncut version of the episode for Google if you're interested. Twenty twenty one will be the year of SB nineteen, and they receive worldwide attention as the only P pop artists that can stack up against other international artists, mostly K pop. They won several awards, including back to back wins at the recently concluded Mix Awards twenty twenty one, and other achievements. I'm looking forward to see what these boys are up to, and they'll step up into the ranks of the worldwide music scene. Our next topic for this episode, and MiHoYo's Genshin Impact is one of the biggest video game series that has ever to be played on both the console and the mobile app. And social media has trended for new updates, new characters are featured in the video game played by talented voice actors, and also of course, fan arts and cosplay. I wouldn't mind if they will have a Genshin Con at the upcoming Cosplay Mini Matsuri event and other 2022 events. I'm in big trouble if the fans are cosplaying their favorite Genshin Impact characters, and the convention organizers are planning to hold a Genshin Con instead of a regular anime, comic, or game convention. They also have a tournament to see which favorite Genshin cosplayer is talented, and also player versus player battles, just like watching or playing Dot Hack or Ragnarok video games. There's also merchandise where fans can pick up their favorite Genshin characters, including accessories and also a standee. A standee? Is it really useful for the standee to bring this item home? Hmm, that sounds crazy. I found the article on the Fanboy CEO as well as gaming websites about this incident. And before that, shout out to Mr. Earl Makirang of the Fanboy CEO for this episode. So, I'll give a shout out for that. Back to the topic, and I found on the article on the website that one Genshin fan 
who ran away together with the three standees at the recently concluded Hoya Festival or Hoya Fest held last November 5th to December 14th, where three gaming mobile apps from MiHoYo are on display, including Honkai Impact, Tears of Demis, and Genshin Impact, where the event takes place at the Moon Rabbit Cafe and Restaurant located in San Juan, Manila. Hoya Fest or the Hoya Festival is the annual event from MiHoYo where they featured three mobile apps that contain the theme based on the mobile app franchise. The first theme for the festival is Honkai Impact, held last November 5-16, then Tears of Them is held last November 19-30, and last is Genshin Impact, held last December 30-14. The event features limited edition food menus and items around the event. Lucky fans will receive a free event postcard, random coaster, and stickers for a certain minimum spend. MiHoYo is developing three mobile gaming apps and organizing for the event where they held not only in the Philippines but also in Southeast Asia along with Singapore and Malaysia. And cosplayers and fans are welcome to this prestigious event but they need to follow strict health protocols first before entering. The Genshin-themed Hoya Fest found out that one of the fans of the series, which is Genshin Impact, got into hot water after admitting that a female Genshin fan named Nicolette David took the clay standee that was used as part of the decoration and netizens are reached their boiling point about the incident. The female Genshin fan is having a bad day because of stealing a clay standee as seen around social media websites, so she had no choice but to return it from its rightful owner and she must face the consequences. She should be barred from upcoming MiHoYa events including the MiHoYa Fest, and she received an apology from the fans, the organizers, and the management about the incident, so it'll never happen again. Talk about stealing items for a fan. Unlike what happened when Odex will not screen upcoming Japanese animated films, after one fan posted a recording video in theaters and posted it on social network sites including YouTube, so the company is expected to ban animated movies in selected countries due to movie recording. Instead of stealing an item, it is better to buy it instead, and I hope the female Genshin fan has learned her lesson. You can buy the clay standee at Lazada or Shopee, or how about BYOS? Build your own standee. The official Facebook page of Moonrabbit releases a statement about the clay napping incident. Wait, clay napping? And she is returned right from its original place. MiHoYo will implement tightly strict restrictions to avoid stealing items during the event. And if there's something that has a criminal activity around the event, including the Hoya Fest, the company will decide either they will not return to host the event in the Philippines in the upcoming future events from MiHoYo. Three MiHoYo mobile apps are now available on Google Play and Apple App Store for Genshin Impact, Tears of the Enemies, and Honkai Impact. And for Genshin, it is also available on the PlayStation including the PS4 and PS5 and coming soon to the Nintendo Switch. If you have comments or suggestions, let us know in the comments. Follow Jeff11 Magister on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram and subscribe to youtube.com slash Well, that's about it for Jeff's podcast. This is Jeff. We'll see you in the next podcast.